This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Episode 159, Hammer and Screw. We have all witnessed an argument that we felt was going in a ridiculous or unproductive direction. Perhaps we were compelled to take part and try to right the course of both straying minds. We have all found ourselves in such arguments, holding our ground on points that, in the long run, don't really matter. Somehow, when the resistance of an enemy is at the forefront, the energy and determination, or stubbornness, depending on how you'd like to look at it, comes so easily, whereas that same tenacious drive seems impossible to call to our aid when we are alone in contemplating some project we'd like to start. But if we were able to switch the activities and the drive we have in each and compare the outcomes, how would we feel? If we were able to walk away from the meaningless argument or simply not engage at all in the first place, chances are we'd feel better about that behavior in retrospect than we do by becoming a fool by arguing with a fool. So too with the other situation. How would we feel in retrospect if we were able to manifest a strong, stubborn drive to get our way regarding a personal project? Chances are good that the project would be completed and we would have a sense of accomplishment lingering around not to mention any additional benefits the finished project produces. For whatever reason, we are more likely to argue with the fool and squander our personal time. We use the wrong tool for the wrong situation. We pick up the hammer to use with a screw, and then wonder why the nail doesn't work when we apply the screwdriver. Each behavior that we witness ourselves perform is driven by some kind of emotion, in the examples above, we might say that the wrong emotion is popping up at the wrong time and driving the wrong kind of behavior. Just as with tools like hammers and screwdrivers where it is necessary to learn how each works and for what situation, so too with our emotions. We must learn which ones are best for which situations. But unlike tools that might be arranged in an orderly fashion in a workshop for anyone to easily see, pick up, and use, our emotions are not so quaintly organized. Our emotional tools might be arranged more like a toy box. It probably requires some work to find which tool we need. Like the procrastination-plagued person squandering their time, we don't know where that tenacious feeling that arises as stubbornness in the face of an enemy actually lies within ourselves. Notice how in this analogy of the toy box, we might eventually find the toy we are looking for by rummaging around for it. But even then, it does not achieve an organization of all of our toys. This is akin to the late-night manic cleaning spree we might go on after finally being fed up enough with the clutter of our living space. After everything is put right, we might finally feel accomplished. But then the mess starts to creep back to life and increases until the situation reaches the same necessary pitch to go rummaging through that toolkit again because we are on practice with calling up the emotion to deal with such situations before such situations arise. By honing our only real tool, our ability to form a better question that we may pose to ourselves, we can slowly organize that toolbox. While sitting down at a bar, we may ask, is this going to be the best use of my time right now? The answer may be yes, if we've brought a book and just need a little rest and relaxation from some other deep concentration, or if we are meeting much-missed friends. Or if someone says something particularly aggravating that we feel the need to argue with, we can ask, is this the best use of my time? Probably not. To engage is to misidentify the problem, to see a situation as an important problem that we need to solve when it is anything but. The easiest rule of thumb in these cases is to ask, is this easier? Am I engaging in the easier thing 
What would be harder right now in the short term, but more gratifying in the long term? The results of almost all of our behaviors fit into this little paradigm, and we can use it to help organize our emotional toolkit. It can boil down to something even simpler. Is this useful? We might ask the same question of the hammer and the screw. Is the combination useful? No, not at all. And neither is a screwdriver applied to a nail. This episode references episode 3, Determined vs. Stubborn, and episode 30, The Only Tool. If you'd like to explore those references fully, check out either of those episodes next. This is the Tinkered Thinking Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you find the Tinkered Thinking Podcast valuable, there are many ways you can support it. You can review it on iTunes, you can share it on social media with your friends, you can blog about it or discuss it on your own podcast, or you can support it directly, and you can do this on the support page at tinkeredthinking.com. Both one-time support and monthly subscription support options are available. Thank you for your support of the show. It's listeners like you that make all of this possible. Any feedback or questions are always welcome, so feel free to reach out. And until tomorrow, remember to be careful about the context.